0: Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. up, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Faithfully Fit Motherhood. We are in the mindset series. This episode today is all about fear, perfectionism, the all or nothing mentality, all bundled into one because they all kind of go hand in hand. And I will say this is something I definitely still have to work on. It is a daily Challenge for me, and I am not where I used to be, but I'm definitely not where I'm hoping to be in this department. But there are a lot of things that I wanted to outline in this episode that is going to help out with um, overcoming this because it's definitely something I think we all, to a certain degree, struggle with. Um, so I wanted to talk about it, have a conversation about it, and I think that it'll help in not only your health and fitness journey, but just in everyday life in general. Um, so let's get into the episode. So as you know, if you have listened to the last episode, we are starting each episode with a scripture to talk about. And before I talk about this scripture, I kind of want to give you an overview of what's happening in this specific chapter of the Bible So we have the Apostle Paul and he is talking to the people of Corinth and he is telling them that he has this temptation to boast about what he has been doing for them because he has been working hard to serve these people and to bring them the gospel and he feels as though he's not being appreciated he's kind of tired of feeling like his efforts aren't for, there for nothing that he's not getting anywhere and you know that they're judging him and comparing him and all of these things as the chapter goes on he goes to say his resolve about all of this because um he's feeling like it's overcoming him and he says in 2 Corinthians 12:9 But he has answered me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is at full stretch in weakness. It is then about my weaknesses that I am happiest of all to boast, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And that is why I am glad of weaknesses, for it is when I am weak that I am strong. So he's kind of finishing his long spiel to the people of Corinth that as much as he wants to feel that gratification and feel like he you know he has this perfection about him he's concluding that really it doesn't satisfy him and at the end of the day god spoke to him in a way that said stop being afraid of your weaknesses and boast instead about the power of Christ. And God tells him to focus more on the power that he has in his life, the power of Christ, and not to worry about weaknesses, and to believe and know that weaknesses does not equal worthlessness. Weakness is human, and he gives you strength, his strength, his power in your weaknesses. So don't be so quick to worry about weaknesses and worry about not being perfect, because that is when my power shines the most. So it's kind of bringing a new light to being human. Like, that's the whole point. Jesus came because we are human. We have weaknesses. Otherwise, why would we need him if we'd be perfect? And I can definitely relate to wanting to be perfect. Oh my goodness. Can I relate to wanting to be perfect in many ways? I, I've wanted to be perfect in my appearance, I've wanted to be perfect in my business, I've wanted to be perfect as a mom, I've wanted to be perfect as a wife, I've wanted to be perfect as a daughter, as a friend, as a sister, I, the list could go on. I, I have wanted to be perfect in so many ways. And honestly, I've learned anytime that we are operating from a place of perfectionism, we are operating in a place of fear. And we really just don't want to expose ourselves. We don't want to expose our weaknesses because we think that it puts us at the mercy of others. And we're really afraid of how they can hurt us or they can persecute us. And honestly, we'd rather rather be self-sufficient and perfect. We would rather have no flaws because we don't want that vulnerability. I think overall, we I mean, we tend to believe that having weaknesses is a bad thing. Partially, I think this comes from we do want to be the best version of ourselves that we can, but I also think that we don't like being weak again because it makes us uncomfortable and, you know, we like being accepted by people, we like being admired, we like we like all of those things. So, naturally, we are more inclined to think that having weakness is bad. But like we saw in the verse at the beginning, God said that weakness is first of all normal and his light shines brighter through your weaknesses. This has become um, a very apparent thing to me most recently by starting a business. It definitely exposes you as a person and it shows yourself like you see your own weaknesses and your own flaws and it's it's very vulnerable and it's it becomes a thing of am I gonna make mistakes? Are things not gonna go the way I planned? Uh, again, very all f- things very uncomfortable. And I think this is often why we develop an all or nothing mentality because we figure if we can't do it perfectly, it's just best not to do it at all. And again, this is coming from a place of fear to expose our weaknesses, because if we mess up or things don't go according to plan, then somehow we think that it's just game over, that we can't pick ourselves back up and do things again. Uh, We're really hard on ourselves, honestly, and we have high expectations. And I think I would go as far to say as unrealistic expectations. I mean, think of a, a child when they're young. My little my little guy, he's two years old now. But when he was first starting to walk, the amount of times he fell down in the midst of learning was, I mean, I couldn't if I tried to keep count, I probably would have done an in done so an error because he fell several times. It was almost you couldn't count how many times he fell. That didn't stop him from continuing to try to get back up. But that's that's the nature of a child. They have to have that almost that naive character at that age because if they didn't, they would not get very far. But as time goes on and we grow up and we go into adulthood, all of a sudden we're starting to register all these emotions of, again, acceptance and, you know, we're, we're trying to make something of ourselves. So we become a lot harder on ourselves as time goes on. So we have to work hard at kind of reversing that mentality and not allowing these ideas to prevent us from taking action or paralyzing us because that's exactly what happens when we let it control us is we get completely paralyzed and we just procrastinate and we stay stuck in the same thing over and over and we don't make progress. Something that really helped me in the beginning is to really be aware and create that awareness that mistakes and imperfections are required to move forward. Because honestly, if I allowed it to control me, I would have done nothing. I would not have started my business. I would have not I would have stayed in the same place and it was on my heart to do. It was something that I felt within me needed I needed to step out and find out. That's something that of course Joyce Meyer says, why are we not surprised? (laughs) A lot of the things she says sticks with me. But you have to step out to find out. You can't live in a way that fulfills your purpose in life if you aren't willing to take some chances and to dip into making mistakes and having failing moments, but not defining yourself as a failure because you're going to have failure on the way to success, no matter what that road looks like. So be aware of that and realize that you are strong enough to get through it. You have what it takes to get through it. And it really comes down to having faith that God will be by your side each step of the way. That has been my anchor point throughout everything in my life. Um, You know, my postpartum depression, my starting my business, any hardships in my life. It has really anchored me and given me perspective to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. Another scripture. I'm going to share some more in this episode just because there are a lot I feel really applied to this and I think will be awesome to kind of refresh in your head after the episode if you want to write them down. So I have Proverbs 3, 6. Acknowledge him in every course you take, and he will see that your paths are smooth. So he's really our guide. And to me, that's peaceful because I know that no matter how many mistakes I could make, somehow, if I choose to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me, he will not forsake me. He will not leave me for ransom. He will direct my path. He will make sure I get to where I'm going. Obviously being mindful and trying to, again, listen to the Holy Spirit, make decisions based on what is congruent with God's will, but not being so afraid and paralyzed by that fear. Release the control, take a breath, and really just go easy on yourself. It's also really helpful to just lower the barrier to entry. Do something even if it's small. When I first started my business, I remember the exact post that really propelled me into saying, okay, I had the courage to post that. I think I can do this. I remember the exact post. I remember the exact time of year. I remember everything down to the jitters I had before I even pressed the button. And knowing I could survive that one thing gave me the confidence to keep going. Do one thing. And looking at it from the same perspective with health and fitness, you know, lowering that barrier to entry. Do something that you can gain that efficacy or that confidence so that you can continue to make steps. It's not one giant leap. It's small little steps over time. So maybe with your health and fitness, it's adding one vegetable to your plate each day. Or maybe it's committing to doing one movement each day. Maybe that's a walk or maybe that's lifting some weights for 15 minutes, or just something small, lower the barrier to entry. And you'll notice each small victory keeps you moving. It keeps the ball rolling because the truth is, even when you choose to be safe and do nothing, you're still making a choice. You're choosing to stay there because the truth is, even when you choose to be safe and do nothing, you're still making a choice. You're still choosing to either be stuck or you're choosing to do something about it. So there's a choice involved whether you're actively making it or consciously making it or not. I think a big reason why we do kind of automatically choose that safe route is because we get super emotionally attached to our decisions. And while I'm not encouraging, you know, that we just be careless about our decisions, I think we just become so emotionally grounded in that small decision that we feel like it's detrimental. So an example would be that I'm so emotionally attached to this post because it's vulnerable, because people may judge me. People may not accept me. I may lose people's following. I may lose, um, you know, people might think that I'm not I'm not thinking clearly or something along those lines. I'm emotionally attached to that action. It's going to affect me emotionally. I'm going to feel rejected. I'm going to feel sad. I'm going to feel, um, you know, lack of self-esteem. I'm going to feel insecure. But we're allowing that emotion to control it. When we become emotionally attached to every little decision, It's going to drain us. It's going to wear us out. This is where the phrase consistency trumps perfection comes in. Because the more you're allowing the emotions to take over, the more you're wanting perfection as an outcome. You're wanting the perfect outcome from that action. But time and time again, consistency proves to be more effective. Than perfection, we have to let go of the emotional emotional component, which I know is not easy. Um, you know, it it, it again is uh, uh, attached to fear, so giving up is absolutely something that is tempting to do. Um, you know, it begins as that little thought in your mind, and it moves into a crippling emotion. But you have to remember that fear is the opposite of faith. And really, it's a tactic of the devil to keep you from God's plan for you. So a good way to practice overcoming this emotional attachment and this fear is to explore the possibility of worst case scenario. So this way you're creating awareness and some strategy of safety so that ultimately your body feels as though it's achieving safety um, because our, our body is wired to survive. It wants to feel safe. So go over it in your head, you know, talk about it with yourself. I know it's not easy to do. It's scary, but ask yourself, what is the worst possible scenario that could come out of this? And how, if this happens, how can I make myself feel safe? How can I overcome it? What strategy will I use to get out of that state, that mental state? And then after you identify those things, take action. Do the thing. Press post, press publish, go do the workout, go do what you got to do. Take action. That is going to be how you create those building blocks of moving forward. Something that A mentor of mine, Jill Coleman, says, um, I follow her on Instagram and I listen to a lot of her podcast episodes. She always says that quantity begets quality. So you don't have to be good at something right away. No one should ever feel the pressure to just have it all figured out right when you start, whether that's a business, whether that's your health journey, whether that's be a mom, you know, like you don't have to have it all figured out. The more time, the more action, the more you do something, the better you're going to get. That's just natural. That's just the human nature of it. I think we forget that sometimes because we are so attached to the outcome. And when you're attached to the outcome, again, those emotions are going to really take control. But just remember, you can't get good at something until you put reps in. So you have to start taking imperfect action to get where you want to go to finish your race. And the thing is, your mind is going to push against you. Your thoughts are constantly present in your mind. You can't always control your thoughts, but you can control if they are going to have meaning attached to them. So The first thought that might come to your mind is, oh no, I might be rejected because of this. But you can choose to say, regardless of how the outcome is, I am okay because I know that I am putting my best foot forward and putting my best intentions out there. My motives are pure and I can't control how other people react to it. I can only control how I choose to show up. It's good to know and to be aware that sometimes the thoughts that come into your mind or even the circumstances you're in are are tactics of the devil, the devil's schemes. He wants you to fall. He wants you to fail. He does. That's his whole intention. He's here to kill, steal and destroy. So something that's really helpful to strategize with that, that block in your mind is, is Romans 12, 2. And I'm not going to read out the actual scripture, but just to summarize it, the scripture is talking about renewing your mind continually to find out God's will so that you can counterattack the devil's schemes because he's on us. So we're in constant battle and we need to be prepared. So renewing our mind comes from God's word comes from prayer, comes from being in constant contact with him so that we can show up to our battles and we can win. And we will be in those battles likely for the rest of our earthly lives. Um, You know, like I think we never fully arrive. We definitely improve. God helps refine us and shape us. But I don't know if we ever fully get to where we want to go in this specific life. So get the tools, prepare yourself, get your armor, and be ready for the attacks and be ready for the battle. And another important scripture that I think is awesome to remember is Ephesians 2.10. Again, this is a summary. Um, So it's talking about being a new creation in Christ. So when you accept Jesus into your life, you are a different person. Now, <laughs> not by the snap of fingers or magic or anything, that's not the point, but what it's saying is that you don't have to fall into your old ways. You don't have to, you know, make your identity all of these negative things that you are projecting on yourself. You're a new creature. You're a new creation. You don't have to live like you did. You don't have to feel the way you did. You don't have to be caught up in that negative and and just... Honestly, hellish um life. You can step out boldly and change your direction because you have the Holy Spirit within you. You have power within you. You have power. That's amazing. To add to this, Matthew 19, 26 says, with God, all things are possible. So while you may be running in your mind over and over and over, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You can totally change that script. With God, all things are possible. You can step out of that. You can become who you want to be. You have to actively choose to believe in yourself. Choose to give yourself grace instead of guilt and fear. And choose to move forward, even if it looks scary or difficult or imperfect. It's in your hands To choose if you believe these things. Everything we believe about ourselves is our choice. It does not equal truth. God is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I may have mentioned this in the last episode, but it's the truth. It is the truth. (laughs) But it's just so important to remember that we get to choose, it's ultimately in our hands. And remember, too, that there are other people who have gone before you and have come out on the other side. So your experience is not likely unique to humanity. It has been done over and over and over again. And the difference is that some people choose those thoughts that are going to move them forward and choose to dip into that power that's available to them. And some don't. So it comes down to choosing and deciding what you will choose. So <laughs> that pretty much wraps up my episode, but I want to end the podcast by saying, as a <laughs> fellow perfectionist myself, that honestly, perfection is overrated. <laughs> it is honestly overrated. It it honestly steals joy. I know that we think that If we would be perfect, we'd be happy because we wouldn't have to worry about anything. But I can promise you it's trying to be perfect is exhausting. And it's not even it's not even worth what we think it is, Um, you know, knowing that we have a creator who loves us where we are and as we are is amazing and way more fulfilling and just letting go and letting loose and having fun and enjoying life and not taking everything so seriously, honestly, has helped me wonders and really giving ourselves the gift of grace. Jesus gives us that gift. So why not also give ourselves that gift? Because my goodness, life is hard. Life is tough. But so are you. And, you know, just give yourself that grace to just be. And don't be afraid. Don't be scared. There's a reason that there is fear mentioned in the Bible 365 times because (laughs) that just goes to show we need it every day of our lives. We need to remember not to fear and to trust and to have faith in God. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope that it brought you some clarity. I hope that it brought you some encouragement. And as always, my DMs on Instagram at Jess.Coleman, they are open. Anytime you want to reach out or have a conversation or have questions, let me know. And yeah, I would love if you guys would give me some feedback on the episodes, um, the series for the mindset series. Um, Also, if you'd leave a review, that would mean so much to me. It helps get the podcast seen. Uh, But other than that, I hope you're having an awesome day. And until the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com Or contact me anytime on Instagram at Jess.Coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.